Welcome to the Empower, Solve, Protect podcast, hosted by David Levine, founder and CEO of Go West IT. Go West IT guides businesses to opportunity while protecting them from harm on the digital frontier. The Empower, Solve, Protect podcast explores digital transformation strategies and journeys of successful entrepreneurs and business leaders. All right, Tracy, thank you so much for agreeing to talk with me today. Um, I'm excited about this conversation. We've known each other for a while and we've had great conversations before, so I'm excited about how this will go. I wanna introduce you to everybody else here. Tracy Wilcox is the president and CEO of ONTAP Credit Union. She is a, a phenomenal business leader. She was a recipient of the 2022 Titan 100 in Colorado, which is a really prestigious award. Um, and she's celebrating 35 years in the credit union industry and uh, just a, a great knowledge holder, a great culture builder, a great leader, leadership person. And uh, I'm really excited to talk with you. Thank you, Tracy. Cheers, David. Thank you. Thank you for it's a pleasure talking to you. And thank you for asking me to join you. Thanks. Um, can we start off, uh, maybe let people know kind of who you are, and, and I'd like to find out how you got here. And you sure. can expand on that if you want, but tell me a little bit about your journey, or you can expand and, and have it be about the credit union, whatever you think you want to share. Well, Dave, celebrating 35 years, I, I do like to talk about the 20 years that I spent at the Olympia Brewery Credit Union, uh, where I started as a part-time teller. Uh, by the time I left there, I was a uh, VP of lending, so I was on their on their C-suite team. Uh, had amazing leaders along the way. Uh, told my husband that if if he ever found me a like job in in his home state of Colorado, that I'd consider coming. And lo and behold, Coors Credit Union had a, a VP of lending opening at the time. Came to Colorado during, um, you know, the uh, holiday season where there's cobblestones and there's uh, Christmas lights everywhere. There was no saying no once I got here. I uh, came on as a VP of lending and at about 2013, we had a, a switch in leadership um, and the board had about a six month interview with me on the spot as as interim. So that was that was lovely. Um, and then once we got the once I was awarded that position as CEO, we went through our own transformation. And the best kept secret we felt like in Colorado was really about um, Coors Credit Union. You could be a member of the credit union without being an employee of the brewery, but you could talk to your blue in the face, and it just wasn't resonating with everybody. So we made the bold decision to move to. Um, to to move away from Coors Credit Union name, um, but still keep our homage and our heritage in the brewing industry, and we moved to ONTAP. And now we are more inclusive to all the breweries uh, up and down the front range here in Colorado and all the beer enthusiasts. And um, I think I started the credit union when we were about $98 million in asset, and today we're approaching 400. So built a great team. Uh, we've had great uh, people along the way helping us with this transformation that we went through um, with our brand from 2000. I think we did it about 2017. Um, and just the strength in every single person that has has uh, really helped us change that brand, uh, updated that brand. It's been phenomenal, right? It's just it's truly been phenomenal. 
Yeah, that's great. I will tell you, I follow you on LinkedIn and I'm sometimes jealous. The market that you serve and focus <laughs> on seems very fun. So I've yeah. seen you visiting breweries uh, on your motorcycle. You're a motorcycle yes. rider. And uh, yeah. I know a little bit about the Pink Boot Society. And uh, that looks like a really fun way to spend your time, uh, which is you know hopping around to brewery, breweries, marketing. And I've seen you take up causes um, alongside yeah. those breweries that are really important uh, for the Colorado communities. Um, breweries are such a phenomenal industry for, for Colorado and the Front Range. Uh, it's so much fun to have breweries around and now distilleries too. Uh, yes. Those are those are filling the Front Range, but I'm, I'm jealous sometimes about the things that you're out there doing in the name of marketing. You know, I think I think the one thing that is really parallel is that just realizing that beer brings people together and if you look at the breweries and you look at the credit union space, they're really parallel lives. Um, you know, we're dealing with the same kind of um, consolidation in the industry. We're dealing with the same kind of regulation. They've got, oh my gosh, the alcohol piece regulatory. Um, I thought our side was challenging. But, and then the causes that they go after, it's people helping people. That's why I got into this business. It's all about the people. So yeah. we've had a, we had a great, um, we actually visited 85 different breweries on um, my, I, I was writing my Harley and we had a, a business director that had a Harley too. So we really loaded up and helped people during that co that time of COVID where sales were down and we loaded up and brought it back for, for giveaways and gifts to, to, to others. But it was, it was fun. It was really fun to get out there and really, really see what was going on in the community during a, during the hardest times of our lives. Right. Yeah. Well, thank you for, for that work that you do. Thank do you. you. Mind if we shift a little bit and talk about digital transformation? Absolutely. Um, I, I know your industry um, a long, long, long time ago, I was a banker um, and I, I understand the the role that technology plays in financial services. We happen to specialize in providing IT services to financial services businesses. And um, I'd like to hear from you kind of what digital transformation means. The more I ask that question, the more answers I get. And I think it's important to have have some conversation around what it means to different people so that we can get some clarity around what we're talking about when we when we say digital transformation. What does it mean well, to you? Boy, it's an evolution. It's a game changer. And it in many ways, I think it leveled the playing field um, for uh, small size organizations to compare to large size organizations. Um, the broader reach that we're able to do with the fact that we can now rely on um, technology and the digital platform having that competitive advantage and being able to, in a reasonable way, reach more and more people. But I remember when I started the credit union, I, I'm sure we had ATMs, but I think they were coming, they were new. They, they were just coming in the space. Um, I don't think there was anything like direct deposit because I remember the brewery workers lined up out the door and around the corner on Thursday every week when they were getting their check. Um, I mean, today you just take a picture of a check and you deposit it into your account. This is wild and crazy. Uh, I think COVID really, uh, we've a lot of financial institutions have had digital solutions to help move money in place like online banking and mobile banking. The adoption rate, um, I think our adoption rate was pretty high prior to COVID, but it has definitely changed the branch traffic uh, today. More and more people are now more comfortable um, with um, online technology and, and being able to do that. But um, it's, 
I, transformation, I, I think in some ways that's past. I just feel like it's now it's a, just an evolutionary, it's constantly evolving and it keeps us relevant. I think the challenge is um, that as we want to try to provide really strong convenience to our members, there's a flip side to all of the digital technology and um, just the security that we have to um, uphold. And um, and it's difficult because we live in a world that has bad actors. So um, when we all thought about this digital stuff, we really weren't thinking in the onset that we would have um, bad actors in the world that we're trying to always get in and and break in in different ways. So um, challenging there and just making sure that we partner with the right people uh, to help us um, keep everything secure, if you will. Yeah, I I get that. I'm a very paranoid person. In fact, we get paid to be paranoid um, when it comes to cybersecurity. So I understand that. I think there's another flip side, and I want to ask you a question about um, maybe how consciously you've dealt with this, but as the the digital transformation occurs in financial services, it really makes it easier for people to uh, stay distanced from their financial institution yes. at a personal level. So yeah. you can deposit with your your check on your phone. You you know to the extent that people are using cash anymore, you can visit an ATM. Uh, more and more often, there are apps that they're using to move cash around. They certainly can apply for loans online. They can pay everything online. We don't issue payment books anymore. Um, right. You know, so it it makes it very easy for people to almost be disconnected. I've it's, seen at at your uh, your business that you have a really good way of keeping connected with your people. Yes. And I think that's you know, cybersecurity is one flip side of yep. digital transformation. The other is the interpersonal relationships. Yep. Can you speak to that a little? Yeah, just the the engagement and trying to mirror what you're, uh, I think is challenging, trying to mirror what you can do in person to what you can do online. And one of the things that we are really, I, I, I'm really excited about this is um, our AI component, um, being able to really understand, we've got all this data at the credit union and it would just make sense that if a member tried to touch, reach out to us in any way, that we would know exactly who they are at that time. And and sometimes it's just getting our technology, thinking about our technology and the delivery of that technology in a new and different way. And I think with the AI solutions out there, being able to really know, really understand and tailor each member with a, a crafted solution and an approach that's not just come one, come all. I think um, this this is exciting times, very exciting. For sure. Tracy, I think what you just said is one of the reasons you're a leader. Um, I'm actually participating in a workshop this afternoon on AI, both from the standpoint of what opportunities it brings and then also uh, the risks that it Risk that it takes, yes. And so uh, I'm looking forward to that, to that opportunity. I think business leaders today, if you're not actively thinking oh. about where AI sits in your transformation, yes. then you're probably already behind the curve. I, I think it really takes people diving in a little bit, getting some hands-on exposure, yep. a lot of reading to even start to ideate around how you're going to leverage this. I think there'll yes. be a wave where most businesses buy AI off the shelf. Right, we're yep. buying a, an AI-enabled platform or a product, but there's also this this uh, 
wave coming pretty quickly where even small businesses, the size of Go West IT yeah. and ONTAP Credit Union, we're going to be able to come up with ways that we can very uniquely use AI yes. that will differentiate us exactly. from our competitors. Game and that's changer. exciting. Exciting. Yep. Very exciting. Yep. Yeah. Exciting. Yeah. So um, tell me a little, I know you're you're a big culture person. Tell me about, um, you know, the transformation that your business has been through, maybe through COVID or, or just recently in terms of, of culture. I, I, I'm bringing that up again because I've seen some of the things that you do and it's just so exciting. You know, I'm backing up to prior to COVID. We do we we do operate under a flexible hybrid work model. Um, and you know, we've we've done a we've done an excellent job. We just came off the biggest year we've ever had the credit. It was historical. Um, so we're we're very proud about that. But I think what I'm most proud about with our culture is, you know, a lot of times leaders will get C-suite will get in the room and they'll define the culture. And it's like that is so backwards. Like we don't define the culture. The culture is already defined and it is defined by your team. So we were having, we really struggled with this and we were having a really hard time bottling it up. But what we did do is we gave it back to the team and they came up with a um, keg of excellence. And I love it because it stands for kindness, uh, elegance, and genuine. And when we talk about elegance, we're really talking about simplicity. I'm um, just keeping everything simple, being, um, being kind. And there's a difference between kind and nice. Nice is you're not going to tell somebody that they've got lettuce in their tooth, but um, being kind, you're you're going to pull them aside and have those those conversations. So what I'm saying is, you still have you know some difficult conversations, um, but you're 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 being respectful and kind. And I think that this is a um, putting this out there and and making sure that it's in our performance review. We talk about it all the time. We 360 each other on this and we're always trying to make that culture better. Um, I think that is a that it's such a team effort. Um, you really notice once once your culture is defined, you really notice who's flying outside of that and you can quickly bring people back in. But you know, we just try to be very um, mindful of crafting a really unique member experience and a really unique employee experience. And I think as we went through COVID, I am, you know, within within 48 hours, incredibly proud of my team. We never even tested that before to be, you know, taking calls and um, and and whatnot from home. But we were able to have everybody at home within 48 hours. And we were in a remote um, status that we'd never been in before. People pulling together, doing these teams meeting in a different. Why weren't we using the the video conferencing even with our members? Like this has been out there forever. Why weren't we doing those things? So, I'm 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 really culture really matters, and I'm you know I I think that as we're attracting new talent, it's one of the very first things that the candidate will share with our. Uh, um, director of culture stewardship with it, which in most shops is called HR, but it's a director of culture stewardship at our shop. And I, that's music to my ears because it's, you create a great culture and people want to be a part of it. I agree. It's a lot of fun. And, uh, uh, we've gone through similar journeys in that regard. And, uh, our, our word for, um, kindness is caring. It's one of our core values. And if you're a caring person, sometimes you have yeah. difficult conversations yes. for sure. In fact, that yeah. is the caring thing to do. Right. Ignoring it, not talking about something that's a problem is not, um, not, not healthy. So yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. Um, if you wouldn't mind, uh, we'll kind of start to wrap up here. Can you tell me something as a as a phenomenal leader, something that you know now that you wish you'd known earlier in your in your journey? Oh, I have one. It's exciting to me. So we've all read and have our top probably two dozen, 25 books that we've that we've read and and we kind of keep by our side and and we follow and try to um try to implement in our shops. But I recently came across um, a book was given to me uh, as a gift for that Titan 100 award, and it was called Traction by Gina Wickman. That to me is it, it really it's a game changer for me personally. I'm I think I'm what you would call the visionary leader, and I'm there's the the book itself is all of those 25 books put together into one and then just simplified. It's got all these tools that you're able to use. Um, just really a way to align your company, um, keep accountability and really uh, get to where you're going quicker, faster. One of the things that we do a lot is we share our strategic plan, but we don't share it down to, this, to, to the um, frontline staff as this is step-by-step step how we're gonna get there. We just give them this lofty goal and this is what we're doing. And these are kind of the high level things, but people want purpose and they want to be involved and they want to have an impact. I just think this, um, the EO, running on EOS, the um, entrepreneurial operating system, it, traction was a game changer for me and I can't wait to learn more about it. We're in EOS shop and, and uh, I remember the first time I listened to traction. I listened to books more often than I read them. Um, I've read it a couple of times since a couple then, of times. and Thanks. it's almost a reference now. And Go West IT has been on that journey for some time, so I understand what you're talking about there. I'm glad you brought it up and shared it, and that's just another thing that you and I can talk about together moving forward. And and I Dave, look forward if to you're that. dealing, if you're de what I just spent um, three days in uh, Indianapolis at an EOS conference, and what I was thinking about during this conference was. Boy, if you're ever looking to work with a company and they're running on EOS and implemented it, have implemented it well, right? We can all implement things and, and not be doing it well, but it that's a company I want to work with, right? I, they just have their stuff in order. And then um, if you're, you know, they, they talked a lot about, um, this was a, a group of small business businesses who some are, some want to sell someday. If I was looking to buy a business and I had the choice of somebody who was running on EOS effectively versus somebody who wasn't, I'd probably lean a little bit more deeper and feel more comfortable and confident in that company. So I'm um, learning that uh, that Go West is on EOS does not surprise me because I just I feel like you guys are a class act and you've got you've got it together. Uh, you always deliver. There's no you know there's no dropping the ball and and I get it. And if you've been doing it, I, I think you shared five years. That's that's remarkable. That's really exciting. I can't wait to talk to you more about it. Yeah, it's very kind of you to say. I appreciate you saying that. Well, Tracy, I'm going to wrap it up there. I want to be respectful of your time. I Thank so you. appreciate the conversation today. Look forward to many more. You have a great uh, rest of the year. Thank you. Cheers. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode of Empower Solve Project, please subscribe, like, and tell a friend. The Empower Solve Project podcast is sponsored by Go West IT. 
your expert guide to the digital frontier. 